This is Donna Skoglund, and you are listening to the Pleasure Project podcast, episode 136. I've been thinking a lot about creating the mindset to achieve our goals, both for myself, for my clients, for the Pleasure Project program. So today I want to give you a mini masterclass on how to prime your mind to achieve your goals, how to create the mindset to support you in being as successful as possible on the journey to turning your dreams into reality. And it starts with the most important question, what do I want? Being super clear. And a lot of people know what they don't want. And this is something I hear all the time. I know what I don't want. Like I'm in a situation right now and I don't want to be here. I want something different. But when I ask them what they do want, a lot of times people have a hard time answering that question. And it's really important that when we phrase and frame our goals, they are in the positive. It's not like I'm not stressed or I'm not sad or I'm not lonely. It's I am feeling X. I am doing X. I'm being X, whatever it is. So I think that especially with women, we put our dreams on the back burner and we don't really think about this question, what do I want enough? So too many people just don't take enough time to get very, very specific because it's really hard to move towards something if you don't know what that something is. We need that destination to create direction and focus for our lives. So you want to first just give yourself permission to want what you want. And this can be challenging because we might have developed some beliefs over the years that I can't have what I want. I can't create what I want. I can't change. So if you can temporarily set those things aside and give yourself permission to dream, to enjoy the process of letting your imagination run wild and just think about what would be so amazing. And some of us have this conditioning we've been taught by either our parents or other people in our lives that you should just be grateful for what you have and not ask for anything more. So sometimes we can also just kind of put a lid on our own desires because we think like, oh, my, my life is good. I have you know nothing to worry about. Everything is fine. But do you really want to live a life that's just fine? Why not live an extraordinary life? Why not? Why not aim for the stars? So go there. And I love to do this. I was doing this this morning in bed. I was feeling really good this morning. And I've been working through a process of breaking down a belief that I have uncovered in my own life and reconstructing it into a, an empowering belief. And it's a process that I'm putting together. And today I just really didn't have any, I, I noticed in the last 24 hours, because that's this process is really looking at the last 24 hours, when did this limiting belief show up? And it really just didn't show up in the last 24 hours. So I was really just wanting to dream and think about my goals and reflect on my goals and be in that. 
instead of kind of what's in the way. Cause I didn't really feel like in that moment or even in the last day, nothing was really in the way. So I just let myself write down everything that I wanted. And I just kept going and going and going. And this is what will happen when you allow yourself to dream. You uncover all the desires and they just come because we all do know what we want. We're just not telling ourselves the truth. So it starts with telling yourself the truth about what you want. And I recommend writing them down. So when you write them down, it makes them more real, more concrete. It's like you're declaring that this is what I want. And just in the process of writing them down, of seeing them on paper, it reinforces those desires. So it's a great way to start your day connecting to what you want and doing this on a regular basis, every single day, writing down what your dreams are, your desires are, your goals, your vision. And then as you're doing this, notice how it feels. So as I was doing it this morning, I just took a moment and I closed my eyes and I just felt the pleasure in my body that came as a result of thinking about creating what I want and feeling it, seeing it, imagining it. So using your imagination to actually visualize the dream is starting to reprogram your mind. Because the more you can see something in your mind, the more it becomes familiar. And the way that our subconscious mind works is that anything new or different feels scary. It feels like a threat because there's no predictability in the fact that we will be safe there because it's brand new. Anything could happen. And because we're hardwired for survival, our brain is always on the lookout at anything that could go wrong. And this is why our brains love to go to the worst case scenario. So when you're in a positive state and you're allowing yourself to want what you want and you're writing them, writing it down and you're thinking about it and you're visualizing it, you will create a lot of positive emotion. And you want to take a moment and savor those positive emotions, marinate at them, bask in them, be in it for as long as you want. Allow it to almost be a uh, a mindfulness practice of tuning into these vibrations and sensations and energy moving in your body. Now, I will just rewind for a second. And I always do my journaling practice after I have exercised and meditated. So I've really put myself in a good energetic state beforehand. So I do recommend doing your journal practice after you've meditated or exercised or both. Because when you are in a dysregulated state, then your thoughts will reflect that. And it will be really hard for you to move into the positive, which is why the part of my process that I've been working on is first addressing all that stuff. So if there is any uncomfortable emotions or negative thoughts, you want to look at them, you want to give them time, give them attention, you want to explore them, uncover them, pull them apart, examine them. And then once you've truly processed through all of that stuff, then it's so much easier and so much more organic and natural to move towards the positive. So 
if there's stuff that needs to be addressed beforehand, absolutely do that first. And then also do something, whether maybe it's a little bit of breath work, something that gets you in a really good, grounded, regulated, calm, relaxed state. So once you have gotten super clear on what you want, you've written it down, you've taken a moment to imagine it and feel those emotions in your body. Now, if you are not someone that's very visual and maybe you're still uncovering exactly what you want, you might be more sensorial, meaning you can just imagine what it would feel like more than what it would look like. So however you access, maybe you're someone that can imagine what it would sound like or smell like, and any senses that you feel like you can connect to more, use that. Use that to tap into the desires that you want, how you want to feel, whatever that looks like, whatever, wherever your mind goes and creates that ideal reality for you. Now, once you are feeling those emotions, and then again, you can really fuel this whole process. So you're feeling the emotions, you can really go to the place of having your your goal manifested, achieved, going to the place of it is done, it is here. And according to quantum physics, if you have a thought, an image in your mind, there is some universe, some alternate universe where it already exists. So there is a way that I like to describe it to my clients is think, imagine that I have just seen the movie of your life and I've gotten to the very end and you achieve this goal. So I've, I've seen the end of the movie and I know that the goal, you, you get it, it happens. And then you really have to be in the place of knowing that it's going to happen, trusting, having unwavering faith, which is is the challenging thing, especially when you don't see it, you can't see it. You don't know how you're going to get there. There's so much uncertainty. Maybe right now it sucks. Maybe right now you're going through a lot of difficulty and challenge and it's hard and you're struggling and maybe you're failing and you're not succeeding. It can be hard to have that unwavering faith that it is done. But this is where it is doing this process that I'm walking you through today to help you connect to that, even if it's just for a few minutes a day. So when you can go to the place where it is done, you've seen the end of the movie, and then you can feel that sense of completion, it's done, and then you can bring in gratitude for that ahead of time. It's called positive expectancy. So knowing that, feeling that knowing that it is done and being so grateful for it. Now the word desire, I love the word desire because it comes from a Latin root word meaning of the father or from the stars or to await what the stars will bring. So your desires are divinely inspired. There is a reason you want what you want. You would not have the desire if it wasn't meant for you, if it wasn't on its way to you. So if you choose to believe that, I, for me, that belief serves me well. Because when I believe that, I can trust that this desire 
is my purpose. I meant to go after this because that that's why I want it. I wouldn't want it if I wasn't meant to go after it because there's certain desires that I I just don't have that other people have that are not meant for me. I'm not meant to become a lawyer or a doctor or I don't know, other things that other people want. Those are for them and that's what they are meant to do. I have my unique desires that are meant for me. Those are my That's my dharma, my purpose. So I think that is helpful in this process when you are giving yourself permission to want what you want, to believe that it is your destiny to pursue these desires, to go after them, to believe in them, to cultivate that unwavering faith. Now, once you're doing this process, and I can't stress enough that you, you can put yourself into a positive state before you do this. And it'll be so much easier. You won't have as much resistance or your brain might won't be kind of battling with you as much. But if it does, if your brain has all kinds of objectives, ob- objections around this not being possible, you can't do this, this is not for people like you, whatever it is, you want to look at those thoughts. You want to be able to observe those thoughts very objectively and write them down. What are all the obstacle thoughts in the way of this goal. Write them down and just notice how those thoughts make you feel when you feel them. Notice what kind of actions you take when you are believing these thoughts and feeling these emotions. And you want to just create as much awareness as possible on these limiting beliefs that you have. The more you can uncover and become aware of the limiting beliefs, the more you can catch them in real time instead of react to them and continue to recreate them because then they just become self-fulfilling prophecies. So you want to be able to observe the thoughts that that come up and know that these are just thoughts. These are not facts. Why might those thoughts be coming up? How is your brain trying to protect you? What maybe things have happened in the past that have been the things that created some of those beliefs. Something happens and our our brain has to create meaning from that. And then we internalize that meaning and we internalize that belief. So we just want to be able to see where they came from, why they're showing up, what they're trying to protect us from, and be able to see it from a very objective place without judgment without making it a problem that our brain has these thoughts or that we've created these beliefs. And then we want to be able to pull them apart, challenge them, question them, deconstruct them. And this is the process that I've been working on for myself. It's every single day. It's like I want to just peel back more and more layers of unconscious patterning and programming until there is nothing left. So allow this stuff to come up so that you can address it. Don't be afraid of it. Don't push it down. Sometimes we're afraid that if we kind of look at these thoughts that we're going to manifest them. It's only when they're unexamined that they become a problem. But when we examine them, we're able to see it from a different perspective and be able to understand them and why they're showing up. There's always a reason your mind offers you certain thoughts or you experience certain emotions and you want to understand why. The next thing is you want to reinforce 
that you are making progress. Look for evidence that you are on your way. What are the small wins in the last 24 hours, last week, last month? Write them down. This is such an important practice and what Benjamin Hardy calls being in the gain versus the gap. The gap is seeing when we're constantly focused on the gap between where we are and where we want to be, and we will always feel inadequate. And that will cause us to lose steam, lose confidence, lose motivation. But when you focus on the gain, how far you're coming, how you're succeeding, things that make you feel proud, that generates motivation and confidence and hope. So train yourself to do this. You have to train yourself to do this because sometimes our brains don't do this naturally unless we've created a habit. And this is such a good habit to create. Now, once you are doing that, again, you're, you're, this whole process, by the way, is creating positive emotion. So you've created the positive emotion of desire. You've created the positive emotion of pleasure when you think about living with those desires manifested. You're creating gratitude, positive expectancy when you think about it being done and how amazing that will be. You're creating pride and a sense of success and accomplishment and hope and confidence and motivation when you're thinking about how you are making progress. Even if you're failing, you can turn that into progress by seeing how what you're learning from the failing because that is progress. That will help you. That is supporting you in moving towards your goals, even if it's a fail. Now, as you're creating all of this and you're you're creating all these positive emotions, you're bathing your cells in these bliss chemicals in your body, you want to think about what's the next smallest step from these positive emotions. By the way, this is so important that you're not in a place of feeling doubt or stress or worry. And then you try to think, oh, like, what do I need to do? No, get into these positive feelings first. I call it future self feeling fuel. This is the fuel for your actions. Because you want some the, the faulty thinking, the delusional thinking that we have been all taught is that we get to feel good once we achieve the goal. That pleasure, happiness, pride, accomplishment, only we only get to have that and experience that once we've achieved it. But the feelings and the thoughts and the beliefs that get you there are the ones that you will experience once you're there. So you want to feel good right at the beginning. Happiness must begin at the start of the process. So you have the fuel to finish the process. The only reason why you quit and you get distracted is because you're reacting to negative emotion and unpleasant emotions. But the the feeling good keeps you going. So this is so critical that you pay attention to your emotions. This is why emotional regulation skills are your superpower when it comes to achieving your goals. So when you're in these positive emotions, that's when you want to create your action plan. What's the next smallest step I need to do? And think about what you're going to do that day, when you're going to do it, how you're going to do it. Really get 
specific with those details so that you make a, a good solid plan and you're able to follow that plan. Now, having a to-do list is not enough. You need a to-be list, to-be list, to think list, to feel list. And the next question to ask yourself is, what can I do today to embody this future version of me? How would I be thinking? How would I be holding myself? What would my posture be like? How would I walk into a room? What would I do differently? How would I be differently? How would I feel differently? And so that you're stepping into the identity of that person, because that is ultimately what will create the behaviors and eventually the results of that goal. Your identity informs your behaviors, but then your behaviors also reflect who you are. So but it's it's bilateral or, or um, bi-directional. It works both in both directions. So thinking about who you're becoming, but then also acting in alignment with who you want to become and doing those things simultaneously. And then as you are embodying these emotions and really taking time to be in the vision and thinking about who you're becoming, throughout the day, you will get hits of insight of actions you can take, people that you can reach out to. You might be attracted to a certain book or you might have a thought to go to a certain website or someone's Instagram account. So you want to trust those hits of intuition and take inspired action right away, as soon as you can. You want to take this stuff seriously. And I like to think about it as the universe is, it's like, giving you breadcrumbs to follow because we often get too caught up in how we're going to achieve a goal and we try to figure out every step of the plan right from the beginning and then we feel like we need to make sure we have to know that the plan is absolutely going to get us there and it's going to work and the thing is you there's no way to know there's no way to know so instead trust that if you just focus on the next smallest step and then you also listen to these hits of intuition along the way, and you take action, you will get there, you will figure it out. So the most important thing is embodying this person that you are becoming. It's connecting to the vision, whether that's what it looks like or what it feels like. It's generating all these positive emotions in your body. And then the final thing is creating an environment of accountability. Surrounding yourself with people, places, and things that remind you of your goal, of your future self, of the things that you want to embody, the qualities you want to embody, how you want to feel, who you want to be. You want to surround yourself with these things. So you want to identify who are the mentors, the trainers, the coaches, the communities. What are images, pictures, things that you can put around you that reflect this stuff back to you on the regular so that it stays top of mind? And this is literally how you program your mind to achieve your goals. This is how you get yourself into the mindset to make your success inevitable. 
And then it's really about continuing to do this, commit to this process on a daily basis and enjoy it. I think this stuff is so much fun. And if you can stay in a place of trusting and not being in a rush, not needing it to happen on any specific timeline, I would just add that final ingredient because that is definitely something that I've had to learn over the years is that things never happen when you think they're going to happen. Sometimes they happen in less time. Sometimes they take 10 times longer than you want it to. But if you can stay on track and if you can stay aligned in your mind, you will get there and you will have so much more fun on the journey of working towards your goals and making progress towards the life that you ultimately want. So if you want to get more specific, tangible tools for bridging the gap from your dreams to your reality, from going from just having an intention to taking action, and even if that action is this exercise that I just walked you through today, I am leading a free webinar on Friday, November 17th called Intention to Action. I will put the link in the show notes and it's absolutely free tons of practical tools for you to apply right away so that you can align your actions, your thoughts, your feelings with the life that you want. So I hope to see you there and I will talk to you soon.